everyone, welcome to another episode of Tea Time with Tommy with Tommy, Norbs, and me, Brittany, for this episode. So today we're shaking things up a little bit. It's kind of sort of like meta, sort of like inception, but we have fellow wrestling podcaster Jonah on the episode. So it's podcasters interviewing another podcaster. So a little bit meta there. So Jonah, why don't you introduce yourself to the audience and listeners, like who you are, what you do and such. Of course. Yeah. Well, thank you for the introduction, Brittany and Tommy and Norbs alike. I'm very happy to be here. Uh, I'm Jonah and I host Rewind Recap Relive, which is, as Brittany said, a fellow wrestling podcast. I have a bit of a spin on my concept where I take a, a legend or a veteran in the business and I pair him up with a rising star. Started it about a year ago. We're coming up on that one year, figuring out what to do. A lot of pressure, but we've had Hall of Famers, legends, uh, rising stars on the independent scene alike all on. And it's been a lot of giveaways too, a lot of fun moments. It's crazy for me being a fan all my life doing it. So uh, being able to just even sit with these people for like an hour, it's, it's been a crazy experience. But it's fun and doing it has allowed me to meet people like Tommy and, uh, and you guys as well, as well as the whole wrestling podcast community, which is bigger than I expected. I think COVID had a help with that too. Everyone who's a wrestling fan just started a podcast, but it's a lot of nice people and it's been a lot of fun doing it. We release our episodes on YouTube if you want to check it out. Rewind, recap, relive. And uh, that's pretty much the gist of what I do, yeah. That's cool. Tell us a little bit more about the crazy experience you have. Like, when did you start this podcast and why did you want, how are you getting these big names on here as well? Well, I started it like, uh, yeah, about, I started it last June, actually. I released it on my birthday. My birthday is coming wow. up June 25th. So, so that's a oh. year doing this. Uh, my first guest was Buff Bagwell and a personal friend, actually, who's a professional wrestler on the independent scene named is Corey Cooper. So that was the very first episode. I thought I'd go with someone I knew, test the concept out, and it worked. So I was very happy with that. And I was getting good feedback from some of the early people I met in the podcasting community that never seen something like it before. Uh, and I don't think there's anything like it even now. Like, it's kind of more like if you want to envision it, it's like a round table. Like I know WWE does those table of threes with, you know, people who have something in common on the network or on Peacock, I guess now. But uh, it's similar to that, like a round table. They share some experience. Uh, we usually hear a lot of advice given from the veteran to the rising star to get some of these big names. I mean, it's it's, you know, it's uh, it's a hunt like. You know, you could be, anyone could pull off like 20 and anyone could probably pull off even like 30 or something, but I'm on my way right now to 50 and there's people out there like the bigger channels who have had hundreds, you know, but it's, uh, it's a little, I mean, it gets challenging as you start, as the pool starts like, uh, drying out, I guess you would say, right? Like it's, um, they become, they become pretty challenging to find, but I managed to, to do it. And I know a lot of my fellow podcasters a lot of reaching out and a lot of emails and a lot of unanswered emails <laughs> more unanswered than answered but when you get that one it it boosts your self-esteem for sure it boosts your uh, your confidence level but yeah it's, it's been a crazy some some crazy experiences i've had probably the craziest one i had was interviewing i got to interview the great kali on my show and he's i i would call kali i say a lot like a guilty pleasure i know he's not everyone's cup of tea you know to, to put the show in there and not everyone's cup of tea in, in the ring but uh i i loved interviewing great Kali, and that was a i had to wake up at like 4 a.m for that time difference but yeah so that was one of those moments for me well i think you just uh uh answered one of my questions uh i was gonna ask you there jonah uh <laughs> now yeah. i'm stuck i don't know what to do which one uh, Wait, what were you gonna ask I was gonna, but I'll still ask anyways. Uh, your favorite interviews. So you already you already said the great Kali. So 
Well, if you can, like, uh, yeah, name us, like, three other names that you thought were your favorite interviews of all time. If you can th think of the well, other three. Yeah, of course. I mean, there's, like, I was actually thinking as I was leading up to, to the one year to, because uh, I've done, what is it, once a month, every month I come out with four interviews once a week. So uh, sometimes five, depending. But I was thinking of doing, like, a lead up and people voting for their favorite. But it might sound corny, but I don't want to really put anyone above anyone else in that realm. Like there's ones that I had fun doing like a big moment for me. This wasn't like the typical interview. This was more just like a two minute call, but I was able to get edge. Um, that of course was like a little fan experience thing, but just for me being a fan all these years, sitting down just for two minutes with edge was amazing. And, and being like, you know, we all call ourselves interviewers. We're, we're just, you know, we set up the camera and we set up the mic. I mean, there's people who've been doing this for tens and 20 years, but just having that, you know, we are, how do I put this? Like, ha instead of just being a fan and going up to Edge and saying like, oh my God, I respect your work, actually having a show and a platform to produce that and like having that confidence that like I could put this out to a fan base was really cool for me to sit down with Edge with that new kind of uh, dynamic. Um, but in terms of like people I've really enjoyed like their work, I loved, let's see, the, the entire Chicago wrestling scene. At one point I went on like, um, I went on this one uh, streak of just getting people from around uh, CSW, Chicago style wrestling. And uh, it just, it was kind of like almost networking. I get one person on, they say, oh, my friend would love to do something like this. These are like the rising stars. And I've, I think I had like eight people on from that one promotion in like surrounding areas. And they are such a talented group of people, just like the uh, New Jersey crowd as well. I've had a few on uh, Tony Cheney with Raven was one of my personal favorite episodes to say I had a lot of fun with that one Raven was a guy who really latched onto that concept and I think that was like my third one ever um I was lucky enough had the honor to have the late grade new jack on a year ago that was like I think my second maybe even fourth somewhere around there my first five episodes uh so yeah some of those extreme guys I've noticed a lot of the ECW guys work really well with the concept and I I don't know if that's just a, a trend or coincidence or what but it's it's really funny I think they're very humble humble guys a lot of those ECW OGs Wow. Wow. Thank you for sharing that with us, Jonah. Yeah, of course. That is excellent. Yeah. Yeah. You've uh, interviewed so many familiar names, which is incredible. Even uh, legends uh, from, you know, the, you know, uh, in, in major promotions. Um, out of all the interviews that you've ever done, uh, I'm sure there's like some interesting, interesting ones that you've interviewed. Um, so uh, if you can narrow it down again, who would be your most memorable interesting uh interview that you've ever done with any of the uh wrestlers that you've interviewed yeah of course uh thanks for the question norbs i'm gonna go i love that name by the way norbs is that is that a nickname or is that <laughs> yeah it's, it's short for uh norbert yeah oh nice, nice. Awesome. All right. my, the short form of my name my name yeah i love it i love it well for me i have to say um i, I would have to circle back to Greg Cully being my most interesting one because there were so many like variables i wasn't sure if he could if we'd be able to like just communicate. Um, so I had a translator actually in the zoom call who we ended up not meeting uh, because Greg Cully spoke perfect English. And that was just probably a, you know, uh, seeing him on TV all those years with Ranjan Singh, I was like, Oh, I'm going to need my own Ranjan Singh, but I, I ended up not meeting one. And uh, Kali was, it was great. It was a cool experience. The rising star on for that Bronco Braxton is a, a great friend of the show. Now he's been on, uh, he was on yeah with Greg Cully there and he, Let's see. Uh, he had to wake up. I think it was about 5 a.m., 4 or 5 a.m. He had to wake up for that, like his time, because he was an hour behind me. And I, I was just so appreciative. I was like, this is incredible. And, you know, sometimes with this concept, one thing I will say that 
I'm sure the audience who's watched it and even the people who've been on have noticed sometimes it's uh, it's like more of a roundtable discussion. I always tell the people before they come on, please feel free to interrupt me because like people aren't coming to, to see me. I facilitate these and stuff, but people are really coming to see the names I get on. So I love it when I see that conversation between the rising star and the veteran. Like when I see that organic conversation, they're actually enjoying it for that hour. That is really cool to me. Uh, that makes me realize the concept working well. Other times, it's more of like a back and forth with me asking questions, more career specific ones. And I try to facilitate that, but sometimes it just doesn't always work out. And that's okay, because then that just turns into a, a cool interview, you know, uh, nonetheless, it just, it, it may be missing that, like I said, organic combination, but it's, it's, I, I love it. Either way, either way, it falls, either way, the cookie crumbles, I, I enjoy it. But I got to say, uh, the great Kali one, yeah, he woke up uh, that rising star at around 4 or 5 a.m. Very appreciative for that. I woke up myself, I think, the same time we got in the Zoom call. I think a light bulb burst on my set that morning. Everything that could go wrong <laughs> did go wrong. The translator did not have to be used, though. That's the thing that uh, I feel like nobody yeah, nobody could know because I cut him out of it anyway. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't know that unless it came from directly from my mouth. So there's a little a tidbit for that. But that was an interesting experience, yeah, to say the least. <laughs> Yeah, I, I want to talk a little bit more about like your show and your and the style of it. You said it's very much a round table. And of course, you have these big names on here. And of course, they've probably been like interviewed, I don't know how many times throughout the career. What is something different that you try to do in your show that's sort of a different experience than like all the other interviews that they have done or other podcasts they've been on? Yeah, that's a really great question, Brittany. Yeah, because I was thinking myself, uh, you know, as you were asking that, I'm saying like, yeah, there is something different because I've heard before, like fellow podcasters have said, like, for example, let's say a, a podcaster who I'm very good friends with that 90s wrestling podcast, and he's doing great for himself right now. Uh, you should definitely check him out. Cheap plug there. But uh, that 90s wrestling podcast, James and I will sometimes get the same guest, um, maybe like a week or two weeks apart. And we definitely used to, or maybe months apart, whatever it is, sometimes we'll have like overlapping ones. And if uh, an interview on James channel and an interview on my channel are like two entirely different things. James has his own style, which is very unique to him. And then my style is I, I, I would like to say it's something like you've never seen them in before, unless they film like a seminar or something at a training school. That's what it would be akin to. It's like, you know, they're giving advice. Uh, I ask a lot of questions about how they became a wrestler, like training questions, questions that uh, my goal is really for the rising star to walk away with a piece of knowledge or advice that they didn't have before that. And the experience itself is really cool. Like I just had somebody on, uh, Hellman Rosecrown, who was on with Rene Dupree, that's coming out tomorrow or whenever this is going to be released uh, Thursday. But uh, he was just really thrilled to be in the, the room with Rene. Like he was excited for that. And that event, as was I. But I think he also got some good advice on like we talked about things like promos, things of uh, in-ring style. Um, and in all these interviews, like in that Tony Cheney Raven one, uh, Ra Tony Cheney, he was using a, the delivery boy was his delivery boy, Tony Cheney. And he asked Raven and everyone who knows wrestling knows Raven is like a mastermind of character development, right? Like he's always just on top of his game, whether it be promos or, or um, creative, like I said, he's always there. And he was giving like specific pointers, like instead of like shoot questions, like what was ECW backstage locker room like? Raven was like, you should do this with your character and that with your character. And I think it's so cool to see these wrestlers who you see on screen all the time portraying themselves, kind of giving that advice and really what made them successful, taking a bit of that 
and trying to put it into like the next generation of stars. And that that's the biggest difference in my show with like any other shoot interview show. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Jonah, I, I got to ask you, is there a, is there a story angle that, that you're really interested in right now? Like uh, WB, AW, Impact Wrestling. Is there like any story angles that you're currently yeah, interested let's, in watching? Let's definitely talk wrestling. I like, uh, I think, it's not the big well so what i'm most invested in right now is definitely roman reigns i think he's the strongest most believable character uh in wrestling right now that we've had in a while that's my opinion i know a lot of opinions float in the world of wrestling so i'm putting mine out there but uh, yeah when i watch smackdown i really believe everything roman reigns does i uh i dislike things about him which i find hard sometimes about a heel wrestler you know these days you usually like the heels and don't like the faces because the faces may you know be shoved down your throat the heels may just be a little more organic but i personally i don't like some stuff reigns does and i find me actually getting that um that feeling uh that what's the word tommy what am i looking for there you know that like i suspend my belief a little bit with roman reigns more than i do believable any other yeah. yeah he's very believe very convincing and um so that's number one for me. I also really like RK Bro. I gotta say, and and by my two answers, you could probably tell I'm more WWE than AEW. But I do like AEW. Uh, I just I have the passion for pro wrestling for any pro wrestling. But I'd say my main interest right now, especially all of us have like it seems like there's more wrestling than ever, right? So when you have to choose what you want to watch, for me it's WWE, and then I'll check out AEW highlights and stuff. So I'm probably not as well versed or knowledgeable to give my opinion on which one I like more, but I like what AEW is doing. But I, I really love Roman Reigns and RK-Bro. Those are my two in, in WWE right now. Oh, you might have... What uh, about you? You might have problems with Norbs. Norbs is an AEW fan. <laughs> with Norbs. You guys, you guys are going to go in the I'm ring now. The, uh, yeah, I'm more of the AEW guy. Uh, I mean, like, I, I've watched it since since the, uh, the inception of it. Right. Um, it's, it's just totally different. I mean, it caters to a different audience. Um, the demographics, uh, they cater more as 18 to 49. And uh, the mature audience uh, really enjoyed very much. And, and uh, uh, yeah. the, the matches. and You call me immature? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I, still, I, still, I still follow a little bit of WWE, uh, especially NXT. Uh, You're right, like right. NXT. Yeah, and uh, Samoa Joe just uh, came back to, Incredible. to, uh, to NXT. Incredible. Shocked yeah. yeah, it did. So I, I think WWE still has a good product going forward, especially with NXT and with the, with the things that they're going on right now. Um, let's just hope that they keep it going. I mean, SummerSlam is going to be very exciting. Uh, I, I up, agree so. with you. I think SummerSlam is going to be a big one. Uh, I got to ask you, though, Norbs, being the resident AEW fan, do you agree that Roman Reigns, aside from NXT, because they still don't technically consider that a third brain, even though we all know it is. But looking at Raw and SmackDown, do you think Roman is the uh, – is the number one thing going? I believe so. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, he has Paul Heyman behind him. Right. Has, uh, you know, the Usos around him as well. Uh, his character has really evolved from, you know, being being uh, being in a faction uh, with the S.H.I.E.L.D. into a uh, larger-than-life character uh, it, as the tribal chief. Uh, I think that he's uh, really uh, one of the anchors of the, the company right now. Right. And, um, you know, with uh, SmackDown being on Fox, uh, they're very interested in him highly. Um, so let's just hope that, uh, like, he gets more interesting feuds uh, going forward and just uh, keep on 
you know, doing what he's doing best, uh, being the uh, the champion there on SmackDown. And let's hope that, uh, you know, there are other characters to be built out there. So, uh, you know, somewhere down the road that uh, he's going to, he's going to face those guys for, for a title shot, hopefully. So let's just, yeah. just keep it going. I'm with you. And, and just to bounce off, you know, real fast there, or no, I'm sorry. Um, I loved uh, Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing was fantastic. To, to get more yes, into your was. neck of the woods, it was a phenomenal pay-per-view. And, you know, I, like I said, I, I feel like when I want to get into a company, I watch the, uh, the pay-per-view. And I know that's, like, unfair because obviously they're going, like, harder on the pay-per-view. But it got me very interested, more so than I was in AEW, did Double or Nothing this past one. So great product as well, yeah. Brits, uh, yeah Brits into uh, Netflix, Jonah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Brittany. I don't mean I was just in a very heated debate with Norms, you know. But... No, it's okay. Honestly, you can I'm go kidding, on with I'm kidding. Yeah, there was gonna be a brawl um going on with Norbs and Jonah here. <laughs> what? Stadium stampede, maybe. Stadium stampede. Yeah. Or nothing. <laughs> Part five. Yeah. For sure. So uh, Brittany, what do you Brittany, which one are you into out of curiosity? WWE or AEW? Oh, fun fact. I, I am a wrestling moderator, but I don't watch much, much wrestling. Oh, so I okay. get all of my knowledge from Tommy and Norbs here. This is, this oh, is where uh, you should have lied, Britt. <laughs> I saw Tommy's face. Tommy, did you not know that? That seemed yeah. like a shock. I mean, no, I mean, she does watch a little bit, Joel. Like, she, she okay. catches a little okay, bit. Yeah. No, I think, uh, I get that. Yeah. No, I think, like, pre pandemic, a couple years ago, like, we're all from Toronto, and then me, Norbs, okay. and Tommy went to SummerSlam that, that happened oh, that's here. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 And I think we yeah. interviewed, who did we interview, Tommy? Our uh, Truth, Carmella, got some more. Really? Joe. Uh, yeah, the best was Braun. Braun was the best one. But, uh, yeah, he was cool. a real great guy. But, yeah, oh, uh, Big E was funny. Big E felt earth. You earth interviewed sympathy. these people at, like, Access or something? Oh, it was like a media event in Toronto. So, uh, Britt Wow, and you guys got me. into that? Yeah. That's so cool. Norbs yeah. couldn't join us, but, hey, when we get to your level, Jonah, that's when Norbs <laughs> can join us. Norbs so, chose not to join you guys. That's what happened there. He was he was at true. an AEW event. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I, I was in discussion with Cody Rhodes uh, to establishing yeah. the company. Yeah, exactly. Cody and not Jericho. It was in the works then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I mean, I gotta ask you. Other than interviewing uh, major professional wrestlers and independent ones, um, what other um, job in wrestling? that really interests you? It could be like a director, it could be a, an, like a, an announcer or like uh, somebody from the gorilla position. Like what other position in, in wrestling uh, would you be interested in? Oh, if I could do something, like I would love to look into producing. I just heard mm. John Cena and Chris Van Vliet, like he was, they, they just did like a little thing. I don't know if you guys saw, but um, he was talking about, like something like how WWE is able to just, or maybe, maybe it was just wrestling in general, but how they're able to turn it into like such a spectacle so quick and it, and it pays off because the audience as, you know, as a, as an audience might be your entertained. So that pays off, but that's just like a, a little mention of it because I, I think it's so amazing. Like that. I don't think wrestling fans take it for granted, but I think that it can sometimes get lost. Like for instance, a big, one of my favorite parts of double or nothing was the set itself. You know what I mean? Like just the, uh, yeah. the set design, like the little things that go into it, the aesthetic. That was one of the things that got me into AEW at first was like the aesthetic that they were coming out with. It was very like, 
new and like modern. It wasn't so polished, you know? And I think what a lot of people go after WWE, like criticizing it, I think it's that it's become a bit polished. Like I love looking at the, uh, the stage designs from like, you know, anything before the 2010s, I'd say like the early 2000s stage design for WWE, so much thought went into it. Maybe like, maybe like early 2010s too. But uh, things like that really interest me in wrestling, the design and like the aesthetic of it. And I think producing would be cool. Although I know that I think that's different from producing producing. I know that a lot of producers handle certain matches and certain stories and angles. I'd be very interested in that too. Those two parts of wrestling really get me um, because you need that type of stuff to create this atmosphere. I think, you know, we've, we've learned that really in the Thunderdome where they've tried and I think on some levels they've succeeded, like look at when the coronavirus first struck and we were in the empty performance center and it was dead silent. I mean, nobody liked that, you know, and, and I can't even imagine how it felt for the wrestlers competing in that. It's just so weird. It's such a weird feeling. And as a fan watching all these years, seeing utter silence, it was just, it was different and, and not in a good way, but uh, seeing what they've done with the Thunderdome, like I said, like they've tried and on some fronts, like we compared to that, they've succeeded, but still it's like, it's missing that quality of like, you know, city to city. Oh, where are they tonight? It's like, oh, they're in Texas. They're in Florida. They're here. They're there. It's like, I think those are things we maybe we might've taken for granted before COVID. And now we're really noticing like, oh man, like I, when WWE announced they're going back on the road, I was so excited. AW did the same thing. And I was like, hell yeah. Like we need, you know, we need that wrestling in every city again. We need to see those different crowd members there, see the different stage designs for a pay-per-view in this. So, so those, yeah, I kind of veered off from the question a little bit, but I'd say those areas of like the design and like the producing of the actual event really interests me. Yeah, it's so so interesting with wrestling compared to the other sport because with wrestling is more than you know two people in a ring together kind of like battling exactly. out. Yeah. It's um, like you said, this whole stage uh, storyline that has to be designed as well. And it's like who's gonna face who? Like what are what are these? Um, things got what are these like people's storylines gonna turn out as and then like you said the the spectacle of the stage production too because it's giving people a different show each time and a new experience yeah exactly not to i don't know if you guys are into like other sports uh myself i'm I'm not too much into other things other than (laughs) wrestling other (laughs) things definitely but not other sports Uh, what about you you guys big sport people tommy or or norbs or Brittany? Baseball. I'm to go, uh, baseball for Norbs. Uh, I'm going to. That's uh, part of my background here. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. What'd you say, Tommy? Uh, MMA and boxing. Uh, and oh nice uh, basketball. Okay. I like all yeah. sports really. It's well, yeah. one thing for me. Well, that's nice. Well, one thing for me growing up was like seeing the difference of like watching a baseball game or like a basketball game and like seeing the setup that they do. And, you know, no way am I, am I criticizing that in a negative way, but like, I just look at the difference, you know, and of course it's for a certain audience. Like we're wrestling fans and who's a basketball fan and not a wrestling fan would obviously not see it this way, but just look at like Brittany was saying, like the spectacle and the fireworks and the stage and the, the display and maybe a bit too much led at times, but still nonetheless, like all that, all that stuff for wrestling. And then you got like basketball, it's just different different feelings but i personally i'd always i go with wrestling every time it's like it's suspending that belief for like three hours you know watching a paper for a few hours watching wrestling it all goes into that same element of it absolutely yeah yeah for sure because with other sports you have the the same court or same field just yeah. different teams or different players 
I just think it's so creative. Yeah, I, like I don't even. I, there's nothing like it to me. I, I guess that's what I'm getting as it's so unique, you know, and that's what draws me into it as a fan. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, this has been a really great conversation, Jonah. We loved having you here. How podcaster to podcaster. Um, so before we wrap everything up, how can people uh, check you out and your podcast? Well. Yeah, yeah, you could check me out at uh, Rewind, Recap, Relive on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook. We started the new Facebook group up, uh, and on Twitter at R3Jonah. And you can see all of our interviews on uh, YouTube, Rewind, Recap, Relive. We've got them in playlists. We've got them organized for you, a bunch of clips. Uh, we've got weekly giveaways. We're still going strong until there's no more wrestlers left to interview. So we'll be going for a while. Uh, we're not on any podcasting platform, so we're funneling you all into our YouTube for now. And then we'll, you know, then we'll branch out, but find us on YouTube. I, I promise you'll at least find one interview that you like on there. We've got 46 up as of tomorrow. So there's something there for everybody. Uh, but thank you guys so much for having me. Really. This was awesome. Um, really Brittany, Norbs, Tommy, everyone should check you guys out. I'm going to blast this all over the place. This has been like a real pleasure. Thank you. Just, uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Jonah. Thank you, guys. This is Jonah from Rewind Recap Relive, and you're watching Tea Time with Tommy. Please subscribe below and stay tuned for more episodes of Tea Time with Tommy. Hey, everyone. It's Brittany from Tea Time with Tommy, and don't forget to catch Tea Time with Tommy and click the subscribe button on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Spotify. And if you don't click the subscribe button, Tommy will be a very, very, very cranky old man. So let's not have that. So make sure you click the like and subscribe button.